All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I've got a tumble full of injuries, got a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Again, let's jump into this shit. Little double header Thursday action. And right as I started my show, you'll never guess what happened. My mouse went to a better place. It's kind of appropriate for today's topic. Gang, the meat of today's rotted sandwich is apparently we need to talk about where did Jesus go after he died? Okay. First and foremost, I want to acknowledge the fact that this video is clearly not for us heathens. Come on, man. Shit. But we're going to have some fun with it. And the reason why I was just going to sit on the back porch and chill because it's cool, but not cold, blase and glavenoids. But thinking about my feedback video this morning and one of the comments was, well, what's childish about Christianity? And I remember my response in typical smart ass fashion. Uh, which part of the beginning, the middle, and the end would you like to talk about? Okay, come on, Magic Mouse. Let's see what you got. Again, Christians, if you want to know how it is we feel about your song and dance, go listen to someone from another faith talk about theirs. That, that's how we feel about yours. Where's my mouse? Come on, mouse. Come on. Talk dirty to me. Did I do it right, gang? Sometimes it takes a minute. Is it the green light? Come on, it's going to flash. Who gives a shit? Back on topic. That's how we feel about yours, right? Now, again, if I'm just going to get right to it, and I always do. Hold on, there we go. Let's get a little light up in this bitch. Grow up, right? The claims of the Bible, they're not supernatural. They're sitting on some bullshit. They are straight sitting on some bullshit. The earth is not 6,000 years old. It's not. All right. A virgin did not get pregnant. Stop it. Snakes don't talk. Burning bushes don't talk. It, it, just stop. So again, if you, it, it's almost a ridiculous question. But again, it's that Christians, you guys have the accepted kind of bizarre. Again, go talk to anyone, right? Go talk to a Scientologist. Go talk to a Muslim. Christians, how easily you dismiss everyone else's, that's how we feel about your story. Now, let's talk about the death portion, because this is getting just a little bit serious. And because I'm a theologian, gang, I'm not one of them, right? I've never been afraid of death. It's a part of life. It's like taking a shit, except it's a little bit more permanent than taking a shit. Unless you're like me with IBS, your shit just is like, this just, just never stops. I've been taking a 50-year-long shit. It's just the way that shit feels. I need some chapstick. But death, I understand that there are people out there that are absolutely terrified of death. I know non-believers, gang, fellow atheists, and one in particular who's hit my brain space. She can't even talk about it because we've tried. And she literally starts shaking. It, 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 it's a topic she can't talk about. And I get it. 
the, the permanent nature of death for some, for maybe a lot of people, is very scary. And so, you know, religion gives you somewhat of a relief, right? You mean I don't have to die? No, all you have to do is say that you're a sinner, a sack of shit, uh, eat some Jesus meat, drink his blood, you'll be good to go. It gives you a relief from the sting of the permanent nature of death. I get that. I do. I think it's sitting on some bullshit, but I understand. It, it does. It brings some people relief. But at the end of the day, this is my opinion on the topic. When you die, you die. Well, what's it like, Uncle Bobby? Do you remember what it was like right before your dad fucked your mom? You're going to go back to that. Is my mouse? God, it's working. Good job, mouse. Back on job. It's going to go back to that. Right? And I think a good portion of... You know, the Christian belief in terms of you know how they view death, I think a lot of it still is about arrogance. How can the world keep spinning without me? Well, you'll never guess what. It did a really good job of doing that for millions of years before your monkey ass arrived. And guess what? Now you're here. Right? I just had someone like a week ago, right? It was her birthday at work, and her monkey ass stopped me. It's like it's my birthday. It's all about me. You have to say happy birthday. You know what I did? I just kept on walking. First and foremost, anyone who tells me I have to do something, you don't know me. You do not know me at all. Right? But again, it just, and then, but and then I hate that. Look, if I remember it's your birthday and if I say happy birthday, just say fucking thank you and keep it moving. But to sit here and think that the world some way, somehow stops because you took your first breath, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You arrogant bastard. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, just this arrogant belief that some way, somehow, the world just can't survive unless you are a part of it. You're wrong. You're wrong. Again, you're here. Congratulations. Now, what do you got? Seven, eight, if you're lucky, nine decades to, to, to do something with this thing called life? Then you're going to die. Okay, <laughs> right? But again, if you want to be remembered, Christians... You have to live a life worth remembering. And now it's a matter of how will you be remembered? Are you going to be the person that knocked on strangers' doors, trespassed, harassed, called us sodomite faggots, told us that we're all pieces of shit? Right? Or are you going to, you know, do something better than that? Right? Again, yes, we are all on the clock. Trust me. I know a little something about that. This, I'm going on my third Christmas without my mom. I fucking hate it. I'm very well aware of the permanent nature and the sting of death. But again, if you want to be remembered, you have to live a life worth remembering. Then it's how are you going to be remembered? So again, that's just kind of my song and dance on the whole death thing. But now we have to listen because again, when I was a kid, it was real simple. Because you get the whole thing, let's just hit the meat of today's rotted sand. Let's hit it with the Autobots tramp. Did I already do that already? Okay, yes, I did. So let's hit it with the Autobots transform and roll out. What do you see? This fuck face. All right, where, where, where is he? I think, is he? I don't even remember where the fuck he's from. From Got Questions Ministries. 374,000 followers, by the way. What kind of bullshit is that? And the question de jour 
is where was Jesus for the three days between his death and his resurrection? Okay. Let's hit this with the blow up you wait first. Again, for that feedback this morning, you know, kind of what it's childish about uh, Christianity, this, right? Again, I, I know I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to strip tackle the big dog, right? I'm going after the running back that's never fumbled. I understand that. I get that. I just don't give a shit. Superman fought Doomsday. Doomsday ended Superman's life. But you'll never guess what. Superman came back to life. You can't kill the last son of Krypton. Go fuck yourself. The fuck face stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Now someone get him his theme music. It's fucking fantastic. If I got up and I said that, and I wanted to run for governor of the state of wherever the fuck I live after I leave the state of Texas. And oh yeah, fuck faces. That's going to happen. I can't run for fucking governor. You're like the fuck face actually believes that Superman is real for one. And two, he fought doomsday doomsday kid. This fuck face. We, we need to commit this motherfucker. What's that? Uncle Bobby's candidate. Hold on. You believe in a magic Jew. It's got the power of necromonger. His mom was a virgin. What was that? Shut up. His dad put a... What? And then the Romans whipped his ass. God damn, that's fucked up. What happened to him after that? Stop. You mean Jesus came back to life? Let's vote for this fucker. What's the difference? What's the difference? Oh, don't worry, fuck faces. I've got 500 witnesses to tell you that Kal-El is real. Please go fuck yourself. But here we go. Where was Jesus for the three days? Shut the fuck up. Again, I'll give you the entire Jesus story. Just about. You still have to prove to me that he's got magic powers and you'll never guess what. Coming back from the dead, I'm going to count that as a magic power. But gang, this one's going to hurt. This is six and a half minutes. How much you guys want to bet I barely make it to four? What's what's the over-under before I absolutely get frustrated, lose my shit, and go pause the tape in the tape? I don't even know who what this fucker's name is. But let's go have some fun. You guys ready? Let's roll the tape. Where was Jesus for the three days between his death and resurrection? The fucker was in dead. In this video, I'll answer that question from a biblical perspective. And then afterwards, as always... I'll share some helpful resources, so stick around until the yeah, end. Okay, we well, have resources. Right. After Jesus said, it is finished on the cross, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. John chapter 19, verse 30. His dead body remained on the cross until it was taken. Pause the tape. What's the spirit? Is that sit right next to the soul? Or is it right above the aura? Is that beneath the third eye or next to it? I've asked this to Christians before and they get pissed off. Right? Again, this is why I said you Christians, you're not serious about an actual conversation. Because then you'll explain the spirit. And I've literally heard like Ray Comfort say, you know, it's right behind your eyes. It's what's looking out of your eyes. I'm like, grow the fuck up. It's when Jesus gave up his spirit. I'm very well within my bounds when I ask. What the fuck is a spirit? Roll the tape. Oop. 
taken down and placed in a nearby tomb. John chapter 19, verses 40 through 42. His spirit, however, was elsewhere. Three days later, his body and spirit were reunited, and he rose from we got the that dead. Clear. John chapter 20. That feel better there now. is some speculation about where Jesus was. That is, that is where his personal. spirit was for the three days between his death and resurrection. Okay. The clearest indication we have in Scripture of where Jesus was between his death and resurrection comes in his conversation on the cross with one of the thieves crucified next to him. The Pause the tape. Uh... One of the thieves, you know, Sid, don't forget me when you're in paradise, the blase and the fucking glamanoids. Don't worry, fuck face. Just grab your bags. We're going to go party in heaven. Ugh. Jesus. Roll the tape. Believing thief has to be remembered oh, when see? Jesus comes into his kingdom. Luke chapter 23, verse 42. And Jesus replies, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Verse 43. So... After his death, Jesus went to the place of blessing where God... Okay, but pause the tape. A quick right-hand turn. Christians, yours is the belief system of zero accountability. The thief got to go to heaven because he saw Jesus on the cross, the blase, and the fucking glavenoids. Okay, fine. The person or the people that he stole from, they don't get their shit back. And what if it was an elderly couple and he stole everything they had? They're too old to recover. Again, th this is the system of zero accountability. Again, there is nothing. What the fuck is that to? There is nothing that you can do that Jesus will not forgive or his dad or however the fuck the shit works out. As long as you jerk him off, he will look the other way. Right? Again, this is the question I've been asking for a long time now. Because, again, I teach women self-fucking-defense. What if one of the ladies that I teach, she walks out of that class and the unthinkable happens. And from that encounter, she loses her life. But she's Hindu. She's Muslim. She's everything but the right kind of believer. She goes to hell. Now, the person that did that gets to go to jail. They have a conversion. And they repent of their sins. That person goes to heaven. Please explain to me how that is the least bit okay. And minus all the excuses, well, she had every, and I've been told this, well, Uncle Bobby, she had every, you know, chance to come to Christ. Please go fuck yourself. You insensitive bastard, right? So again, the thief got to go to heaven. The people he ganked from didn't. How is that a system of justice? Explain that to me. Roll the tape. Is heaven. And that's where the believing thief went to. In the discussion of where Jesus was for the three days between his death and resurrection, another passage is often mentioned. First Peter chapter 3, verses 18 through 20 says, Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they formerly did not obey. Okay. And God's patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared. Some take this to mean that Jesus sometime between his death and resurrection went to hell or Hades and made an announcement of some type to the spirits in prison. Pause the tape. Jesus went to hell. 
Okay, that's not what we were taught, but hey, it's Christianity. I'm just trying to get in my mind what that looked like. Again, why? Why? Again, there is no free will according to the God model, right? Okay, Jesus went to hell and gave, you know, a message to the spirits. What? What, what did he say? Because apparently when you go to hell, you don't get out, right? What is he going to go down there and say? Man, y'all fuck this all the way up. This is going to hurt. I know you already know, but just so you know, I'm getting the fuck out. You motherfuckers, yeah, that's not going to happen. Now it just hit me. You know, Satan probably was like, hey, Jesus, I've been waiting for you, motherfucker. Hey, come on, come on over here. What you doing, Jesus? Well, you know, I just got my ass whipped. Just took my last breath. I said, it is finished. Uh, some way, somehow, I ended up in hell. I didn't sign up for this bullshit. But this, this is actually kind of lit. But what's going on? Dude, this is where all the non-believers go. They're, they're, they're smiling. I know, right? <laughs> this is thing called happiness. That they didn't spend their life just fucking torturing themselves for being human, right? Look, look over there. What do you see over there, Jesus? I, I, oh. Wait, I don't see a wedding ring. What? You just tossing up bitches. What's, what? Why is that girl having sex with a girl? There's a dude having to. But they they look happy. Satan was I know, right? <laughs> I know. This is where your dad sent them, right? Everyone's happy. Well, I've never tossed up any bitches. You want to give it a shot? Go on over there, man. Go on and get some. This is where the cool people hang out. Well, Satan, what 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 is this? Motherfucker, this is called liquor, right? Go on and drink. But my dad said, Is he here? Then go on and hit it. Satan, that's delicious like a I know, right? You spent 33 years preaching against this. This is where all the cool people hang out. He's what? Satan, that's a, I don't know what the word is. That a, that's a dank, dank, dank smell. What, what, what is that, Satan? Dude, you, you don't even understand, do you? You, 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 you thought you knew some shit. Okay. But the, Okay, what you don't seem to understand there, Jesus, is uh, this is called the stickiest of the motherfucking Nikki. You, you don't even understand, Jack. Someone, someone put on the ball. Bob, Bob Marley, go on and play your, go on and play your shit, right? It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be all right, Jesus. I'm gonna tell you what, man. You don't even understand what's about to happen here. Now, you think you got magic powers, motherfucker? You don't even know what this is. I'm gonna tell you what, Jesus. You, my son, you're gonna get. Fucked all the way. <laughs> you want to hit this and be a man? <laughs> Jesus, you ain't shit. Go on and hit this. Come on and get your wings, motherfucker. How do I do this, Satan? I mean, hold it. Jesus, hold on. Hold it. Hold it. Now you blow that. You like that, don't you? <laughs> Let me tell you something. You better soak this all the way up because in three days, motherfucker, you're going upstairs. You know what you're going to be doing? Ring, God is great. God. Oh, no, no. Let me get my chapstick. Hold on, Dad. Hold on, Dad. Hold on. I'm coming down. Oh, oh. How long do I have to do this? For eternity? This is sitting on some bullshit. Dad. Oh, God. That's, I don't know why that just popped in my head. It's because I'm all kinds of fucked up. I just had to do a quick skit about Jesus going to hell.
why I got problems. Roll the tape. Prison there. Within this interpretation, the spirits Jesus addressed could be either demonic or human. If the spirits mentioned in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 19 are fallen angels, then those spirits were probably imprisoned because they were involved in a grievous sin before the flood in Noah's time. Peter mentions no Pause the tape. I'm really sitting here trying to... Stop! Just, just rewind that. Again, for their feedback this morning, what's childish? This in prison because they were involved in grievous sin before the flood of Noah's Ark. Just so you guys, in case you, there's like a debate, Noah's Ark didn't happen. Okay? There's, there's not a big fledgling forest land or woodland in the Middle East. Eight people did not build a boat bigger than a fucking football field. How did the penguins get there? How did, how, how, how did the trapdoor spider, the wolf spider that's native to fucking Australia? Get, and the fuck faces just sitting there. Well, it's because they were in prison there because, you know, right before the Noah's Ark, that's after how Jordan went to Oa it's like, in brightest day and darkest night. And, and that's the thing. This is what bothers me about this conversation, gang. It's that when you stand up and you say that this is sitting on some bullshit, now all of a sudden, you made a positive claim. So you have to claim the claim of the positive. <laughs> Noah's art did not happen. Do you have any scientific evidence? Shut the fuck. Kitty table. Take that shit to the kitty table. And I don't worry, fuck faces. This laptop I got, it's about a year and a half. Here, I, I bought this cash, homie, right? And it's got like the internet and the blase and the fucking glavenoids and I can broadcast. Don't worry. We got you over there at the fucking kitty table. You know what we got for you, fuck faces? We got the etch a sketch. You guys remember that? Oh, that was next level technology. Your monkey ass would sit there and you do the sand and you would, one of them was for straight lines. And ones for the crooked lines. You know what you were just, you were just fucking doodling. You guys remember that back then? That shit was fucking fantastic. Don't worry, fuck faces. We got you. Simon says, you guys remember that? That red oblong thing? We got all that good stuff for you. But don't worry, Christians. I actually like you. We're going to step this shit all the way up to about the mid-80s. We're bringing out the Commodore 64 over there at the kitty table. You guys remember that shit? 10 print. Chris is cool. 20. Uh, uh, go to 10. You remember that? And the ship was saying, Chris is cool. Chris is cool. Chris is cool. We got that over there at the kitty table. This fuck face has over 300,000 followers, gang. And he's sitting there talking about Noah's Ark like that shit actually happened. And the fucked up thing is, I'm the asshole for saying that. All right, Pastor Nelson, just, just keep kicking the bullshit all the day. Involved in a grievous sin before the flood in Noah's time. Peter mentions Noah's flood in verse 20. Peter does not tell us what Jesus proclaimed to the imprisoned spirits, but it could not have been a message of redemption since angels cannot be saved. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 16. If these were fallen angels, what Jesus proclaimed was probably a declaration of his victory over Satan and his host. Pause the tape. So basically, Jesus went to hell to brag. We actually teach kids, don't do that. 
He went to hell to proclaim his victory over sin. By the way, in two days, I'm out this bitch. You get to sit here and suffer. But just so you know, Jesus, bitch. Look at the seriousness on his face as he talks like this. Roll the tape. First Peter chapter three, verse twenty-two. But there is another interpretation oh, of the first interpretation. The spirits are people currently in hell. But Peter is not saying Jesus made a special trip to Hades or hell to preach or proclaim anything. Okay. Rather, Peter is giving parenthetical information about something Jesus had done previously in history, namely that he had in spirit preached to the people of Noah's day while they were still living on earth. That wicked generation heard the message, rejected it, perished in the flood, and are now Pause the tape. This this is hard to listen to. This man has a beard. <laughs> this is a grown-ass man <laughs> talking about Noah's Ark like it actually happened. So Jesus was there in spirit, and they were so, again, nothing happens that doesn't go down accord, according, I'm so tired, I need some sleep, according to God's perfect and unchanging plan. So God, again, God did not flood the world because he had to. He flooded the world because he wanted to. Christians just, there's no way out of this. Either God is that cruel or he is a slave to his knowledge base. He knows he has to kill an entire planet. He just can't stop it, which again, takes out all powerful. I, I'm just sitting here. And again, Christians, I, you know, you have the acceptable flavor of bizarre. And if you heard that, that was not my butt cheeks fuck faces. That was the chair. I did not rip a fart. Back on topic. I'm listening to a grown ass man talk about Noah's Ark like it is real. I process this the exact same way I process Scientology, Islam. Again, pick the religion that you don't buy, Christians. That's how quickly I'm dismissing your bullshit. Roll this fucked up ass tape. Now in prison. The word now in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 19 is provided for clarity in the Amplified Bible and the New American Standard Bibles of 1977 and 1995. And it contrasts with the long ago NIV and formerly ESV of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 20. According to this alternate interpretation, Christ was in Noah spiritually when Noah preached to his doomed neighbors. To better explain, here is a parable. Oh God, pause the tape. This is really getting hard to listen to. I mean, seriously. So the spirit, just so you know, 39 years as an actual fucking Christian. I've never heard this bullshit before. So now the spirit of Jesus was in Noah while he preached to the wicked. But what is the point? God knew beforehand he was going to murder everyone and everything on the fucking planet. What's the point of having Jesus inhabit the body of Noah? 
he could scream the live long day. The people were still going to do what they're going to do. Again, it's not that God needed to murder them. He wanted to do it. He populated a planet full of people knowing in advance he was going to have to flood the entire planet. And then they populated the earth because that's scientifically possible. Knowing in advance he was going to pack the planet with the exact same set of assholes that pissed him off the first time. Okay, just just roll the tape. I'm not even drunk yet. Paraphrase of First Peter chapter three verses eighteen through twenty. Jesus was put to death in the flesh, but he was made alive in the spirit. It was through this same spirit that Jesus long ago preached to those who are right now in prison, those souls who disobeyed during the time of God's great patience when Noah was building the ark. According to this view. Jesus preached spiritually to the people of Noah's time, and he did this through the prophet Noah, in much the same way that God speaks through us today when we proclaim God's word. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 8-10 through 10 is another passage used in the discussion regarding Jesus' activities in the three days between okay, his death and resurrection. Quoting Psalm 68, verse 18, Paul says about Christ, when he ascended on high, he took many captives, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8. The ESV puts it that Christ led a host of captives. Some say this refers to an event not elsewhere described in Scripture, namely that Jesus gathered all the redeemed who were in paradise and took them to their permanent dwelling in heaven. That is, after securing their salvation on the cross, Jesus brought Abraham, David, Joshua, Daniel, the beggar, Lazarus, the thief on the cross, and everyone else who had previously been justified by faith and led them from Hades, the abode of the dead in general, to their new spiritual home. Okay, pause the tape. Okay. <laughs> this is why I don't do Bible wars. So once upon a time, the thought was once your monkey ass is in hell, that's where you stayed. There's no getting out. It's a prison without a key. There is no lock. Once you go, you go. Okay, and let me guess. My pastor wasn't an actual Christian. Please go fuck yourself. Okay, it, it, it brings up the age-old question. What about everyone who died before Jesus started preaching? Did he go get those fuckers too? Is that, is that what his fuck face is talking about? Because again, if that's the case... You have overturned the overwhelming majority because this is new. I'm older than this fucker. My pastor is no longer with us. He was a pastor longer than this motherfucker has been alive. So please tell me that Pastor Clark, Clark had no idea what the fuck it is he was talking about. Please go fuck yourself. But who's this motherfucker? This is how I know I've turned into my mom. I hate my neighbors. You know why I hate my neighbors? Because they're alive. I am a cranky bastard. Thanks a lot, mom. This is the part of the personality. Yeah, this is you. But it, this is why there are over 30,000 denominations of just Christianity. So apparently Jesus went into hell and drug people out of hell. Okay, roll the tape. 
Another view of Ephesians 4 is that ascended on high is a straightforward reference to Jesus' ascension. Christ returned to heaven victoriously as God. In his triumph, Jesus had defeated and taken captive our spiritual enemies, the devil, death, and the curse of sin. All of this to say that the Bible gives scant information about what exactly Christ did for the three days between his death and resurrection. The only thing we know for sure is that according to Jesus' own words on the cross, he went to paradise. We can also say with confidence that his work of redemption finished. Jesus did not have to suffer in hell. Want to learn more? Subscribe so you don't miss oh, the next well, video. As long as he didn't have to suffer in hell, I, I feel better. Welcome to the God Questions yeah, Shut the fuck up. Who's this? Get, get this fuck face off my screen. Okay, gang, I, I feel dumber for, for, for listening to that. I actually apologize for subjecting you to the bullshit. I do. I'm really tired. I actually need to get some sleep. But I'm trying to figure out what's the difference. Hit me in the comments because I know Christians watch this. What's the difference between this and the claims of any other religion? Between this and the, the origin story of every DC and Marvel comic book character. I just sat there and listened to a man talk about what happens after you die, like he's an authority on the topic. Paradise, Hades, right? Okay, fine. The Bible said so. What about the Quran? What about the Bhagavad Gita? There's a whole bunch of books that talk about the afterlife. Why is yours the one that we all should uh, believe in? Oh, let me guess. Because Jesus said in Luke chapter, shut the fuck up. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's giving you one big motherfucking solution. The discussion on where Jesus went after he died, shut the fuck up. Again, this just kind of ties into the talking point about, or the feedback, I should say, from this morning. Right? Which part of this is childish? The beginning, the middle, and the end. Again, all I'm doing is extending the exact same courtesy and the exact same respect that Christians that you have for other faith. This is, I'm doing it to you, right? Again, Islam actually thinks that Muhammad jumped on the back of a winged horse, went to the moon and chopped it in half. How many Christians just absolutely dismiss that as absolute just bullshit, a fairy tale. I'm about to belch. Total false alarm. How many of y'all just absolutely dismissed what I said? Huh? Hindus actually think that their angels have blue skin. How many Christians just laughed at that claim? Scientology. Ask the average Christian, why, why am I getting a... a, a, a uh, update on the traffic on I-State 35. Okay, back on topic. Uh, how many Christians even know who Ogun is? Huh? But some way, somehow, lucky for you that you were born, you know, in Knoxville, Tennessee, and you were introduced to the King James Bible, apparently the only right interpretation of what happens after you die. Come on. And the stories of a magic Jew that literally is allergic to death. 
or what he did after he died. And your only backup to that is to either quote a book that I don't believe in or to play the game of Christian apologetics. Well, hold on. Are you making the claim that Jesus didn't die and resurrect? That's exactly what I'm saying. Dead people stay dead, fuckface. Drop it. Let's talk about your epistemology. Pizza sleeps fast under the West, therefore the munch. When you die, gang, you fucking die. And if I can end this on any kind of seriousness, this is the one and only life any of us have. You cannot control the numbers on one side of the dash, nor can you control the numbers on the other side of the dash. All you have up in this bitch is the dash. If you want to live a life, if you want to be remembered, live a life worth remembering. How do you want to be remembered? Stop worrying about what happens after you die. If you're watching this video, you're fucking alive. You still got time to do something. Make an impact. Go touch a life positively. One day, we are all going to stop breathing. That's it. That th Those are the facts. Stop worrying about what happens after you die. Your monkey ass is still alive. And yeah, oh yeah, you may have only 24 hours. You may have 24 minutes. You may have 24 years. You may have 54 years. But while you are here, do something that's worth a fuck and stop worrying about the bullshit. Go touch someone's life in a positive fucking manner. We're all going to die one day. But while we are, if you're watching this video, you're still alive. So go do something fucking positive. All right, gang, the big guy told you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Chin and truth. Let's go. Gang, that was really hard to listen to.